listening to the best damn podcast that the internet has to offer. From the Sniper of Snipers. They talk about my one-taps. The Gamer of Gamers. Hail to the King, baby. And the best damn charity streamer that the world has ever known. Get back to work, you slacker. That's right. This is the Clock Nine Show. Now, I would like to introduce the one, the only, me. This podcast is sponsored by Podbean. Podbean is the easiest way to create your own podcast. I use Podbean to host the Glock 9 show. You can download the free Podbean podcast app to start, record, and publish your very own podcast in minutes. Podbean provides everything you need to run your podcast, and you can record and publish episodes directly from the app on your phone. Download the free Podbean app today. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N. Check it out, everybody. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Glock 9 Show. Now, I understand this is going to be a very... Uh, same conversation you always hear. I, 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 I take this conversation as, like, literally, like, the video game side of, of how politics is. No one's ever going to agree. There's never going to be a quote-unquote winner on either side. You know, it's always going to be a argument or people disagreeing and stuff like that but you know that i've played on both sides and i understand how it works and stuff like that so i'm only speaking out of experience and we can like get into like why this is such a a big thing nowadays with cross play and stuff like that but we're talking about mouse and keyboard versus controller and mainly about aim assist on controller and why people get so triggered over it why people you know, get so mad and this and that. Myself included. There's certain games that it's just way too strong. And, you know, I'll, I'll talk about that in a minute. I want to read you guys. This is actually something that the Washington Post of all places, which I'm not a fan of. But the Washington Post actually made an article on Amos. It's called Amos in the Crosshairs. The debate over Amos centers on two conflicting views of a healthy, thriving esports scene. Now, this has been a big conversation because... Esports is becoming very big. You know, streaming is becoming very big. There's there's a big, big, you know, eyes on the gaming world nowadays. Well, this article says, you know, when virtually unknown 14-year-old Fortnite competitor playing under the name SF Roller won a solo Fortnite championship series in May, earning $25,000 and shocking his mother, he had an important announcement to tweet. Thank you, Aim Assist. That is (laughs) That is troll level 1,000 right there. Aim Assist is a feature enabled for players who use controllers as opposed to a mouse and keyboard that helps guide the crosshairs towards opponents automatically. It is added to compensate for the fact that aiming with a thumbstick is more difficult than it is with a mouse. A far more accurate tool, Rollers Victory, aided by Aim Assist, set off a powered kit. Powder, powder keg. After May's tournament, Fortnite pros and commentators heaped insults on players who use controllers. To them, it was highly unlikely that controller players... Uh, could have hit the shots they did without the help of aim assist. Uh, Booga, the player who famously won $3 million in last year's Fortnite World Cup, tweeted game footage that shows SF Roller shots were uncannily accurate, snapping towards his opponents despite a hampered line of sight. The aim assist debate debate isn't new to esports, but the stakes have certainly increased. Prize pools and shooters like Fortnite are worth millions of dollars, and many pros who play on mouse and keyboard have become more comfortable characterizing aim assist as a form of cheating. 
But while the notion that no player should have an unfair advantage over others might be simple enough in basketball or tennis, where strict rules govern the materials and dimensions of equipment and the court, efforts to guarantee a level playing field in games has proven to be much a thornier problem. A perfectly balanced aim assist. Some genius calibration that puts controller players on equal footing with their mouse and keyboard peers without undue advantage on either side may not exist. As it stands now, sometimes aim assist feels too strong. So strong, it looks like cheating. Other times, it won't be strong enough, and it might feel like controller players don't stand a chance against players using different inputs. But perhaps more importantly, while aim assist has a center role in the discourse about competitive integrity in esports, it only it's only the most visible problem for the professional scene that hasn't yet agreed upon the methods or degree to which game developers and tournaments organizers should go in their efforts to achieve variety between players. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a pause right there. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a pause right there. No, so this, you know, here's the thing. You need to understand that you know every game has different strength to their aim assist. And also, it depends on the way the game is played. So, like, I always talk about the one... People think that because, you know, like, we play on mouse and keyboard, we have great aim and this and that. Here's what we have. We have fast flicks. That is true. We, that is true. we can move our, our mouse, like, way faster than a controller player, even though they do play on, like, very, very high sensitivities nowadays. Like, you see a lot of controller players playing Warzone. They're playing it on... They're playing it on, you know, 20 sensitivity, the highest you can go. So they're able to spin around and do stuff like that too. But there's different settings for aim assist, how strong you want it, how you want it to work and stuff like that. Um, now, I obviously, I do believe if a controller player and a mouse player are in the same position, they're firing at somebody at the same distance and stuff like that. The controller player is going to have more consistent shots. Okay. Now, there's one advantage that keyboard and mouse players don't like to admit to that we do have is movement. Our movement is far greater. I mean, look at people play Apex. Look at people play, you know, these fast-paced games and stuff like that. You can slide, turn around, spin around 180 as fast as you can. You know, way faster than a controller player has. I mean, how many times has somebody been on mouse and keyboard and you slide past somebody and quickly 180 and you can see them slowly turning around because that means they're on controller with a very low sensitivity they can't turn on you as fast enough i call it out when i'm streaming warzone i'll call it out like oh yeah that guy was on controller i could totally tell by the way his aim looked right now the only difference is there are some absolute controller beasts out there that play with high sensitivity you would not, not even know that he's on controller until he starts firing so it, it there's you know we go back to realm royale okay the way that game worked and and when Crossplay became a thing in Realm Royale, and I was playing. So when you know know you're fighting against somebody that's on controller, so I always played Assassin. If you guys don't know what Realm Royale is and all this other stuff, it was a battle royale that had different um, classes in there: Assassin, Mage, Warrior, you know, all that all that stuff. Well, Assassins can blink, and so if I knew I was going against a controller player, I would bl purposely blink past them and quickly 180. So by the time they turn around. They would, you know, they wouldn't be able to get their aim on me or their aim assist or whatever. Because aim assist was pretty strong in that game. But, you know, like you could shoot a burst rifle as a sniper rifle in that game because it would just, their aim assist would assist you in keeping it center on somebody. Now, again, but I used my movement on keyboard and mouse to defeat your aim assist. Each side has its advantages and disadvantages. When it comes to consistency, you're going to miss more shots technically on mouse and keyboard than you are on an aim assist controller. So, 
I'm gonna continue reading this article. We'll get back. We'll get into this a little more. The aim gap is real. Working from a computer science lab in what the fudge sickles, Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, Professor Reagan Mandrick has extensively studied the subject of aim assist and the dynamics of playing with a controller or a mouse and keyboard. It's almost like you're comparing apples to oranges. I agree, 100% agree. Uh, explained Mandrick, who along with her colleagues Ian Stavnis and Carl whatever runs the human computer interaction lab at the University of Saskatchewan <laughs> she concludes that there's no question the mouse is faster see okay this is where I disagree the mouse is faster and more accurate I don't I don't really agree with it being more accurate if you're talking about if you're talking about it feeling more natural to actually put your your mouse you know onto somebody maybe but the thing is, it all comes down to recoil. We have to completely, completely control our recoil versus somebody that's just going to hold the right trigger and not really have to move, you know, pull down the right stick. It just automatically stays on their chest. So it's a little different. Research has shown this over and over from the 1980s forward. This is not in contention. It is slower and less accurate to aim with the thumbstick. Slower? Yes. Less accurate? I don't think so. The mouse has not been beat. Uh, despite the scientific findings, managing your peers interviews with high caliber players showed that when it comes to which setup is better, the answer is it depends. Keyboard and mouse players have ability to to really pinpoint their aim at longer distances. A popular Apex Legends streamer, caster, and controller player Daltouche, uh, who was who also got his start on PlayStation Four, he believes some guns work better on mouse and keyboard, and some work better on controller. That is 100% facts. It all depends on your on your what what you're playing on. For example, the mouse's ability to hit flick shots, I already said that, to quickly and precisely select and hit a target in a flick-like motion means that Hester finds it difficult to land hits with single fire weapons with controller or with, with controller as easy with the mouse and keyboard. Given that disparity, some sort of adjustment seems necessary to balance the odds for disadvantaged players playing with controller. Amos just levels the field. Sometimes it's, it's as simple as locking onto targets with the press of a button, a feature in titles like Grand Theft Auto. There are more subtle and complex methods to target gravity gives every target a little attractive force that drags crosshairs towards it. Sticky targeting makes crosshairs literally stick to the target, which a lot of games have, making it harder to blow past when you're trying to aim, slowing down as your weapon nears its mark. Okay. Uh, this is a long article, man. Mandrick's research shows that there are legitimate technical reasons to criticize aim assist in competitive setting as it is its most basic aiming in shooters is as simple as moving crosshairs over a target and clicking. That action is governed by a widely used model in human computer interaction called Fitz Law, which states that the time needed to move a cursor to a target is a function over the ratio between the distance of the target and the width of the target. While it may sound complex, Fitz Law is fairly intuitive. Small things that are further from the reticle are more difficult to click. Big things that are closer are easier. Aim assist functions by automatically changing the variables in Fitz Law to be more favorable to imprecise moments. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can't read, sorry. Um, there's a sweet spot range for aim assist, Hester said, where controllers tend to outperform mouse and keyboard anywhere from 10 feet in front of you, give or take 5 feet, is really good range for controller players. That's when aim assist is probably working at its best. Controller players that can then thus dominate against mouse and keyboard in close range scenarios with rapid fire weapons landing a far higher percentage of shots. Furthermore, some of the interaction labs research suggests that aim assist reduces the cognitive 
load of players, allowing them to devote more attention to other critical tasks during gameplay, like positioning, listening for audio cues, giving them a secondary advantage over their peers on mouse and keyboard. To that end, some keyboard and mouse players see aim assist as overly helpful to controller players, and a whole suite of reactive behaviors have become more common in pro Apex as the number of controller players on the competitive scene increases. Keyboard and mouse squads might go out of their way to avoid pitched close-range battles if they know they're up against a team of controller players, favoring their distance advantage with the point-and-click mouse. And in both Apex and Fortnite, some professionals have begun to use controller and keyboard and mouse at the same time, switching during the game depending on the situation to take advantage of the strengths of each input. I didn't even know that you could do that. I didn't, okay, before we move on, I didn't even know that you could actually switch mid-game because, like, Warzone, you can't do that. So, there's one point I do want to make. You know, let me let me make one point here without reading this whole thing. This is, no, I don't want the whole podcast to be me reading a whole article you could have read yourself, right? But, so, I grew up playing on everything on a Mac. Yes, I played on a Mac. My dad's a big Apple guy. He's a huge Apple guy, and he... He made us all use his computers for everything. He actually set up his old, his like one of the first iMacs. He set it up to, uh, he could boot Windows off of it. So I used to play Counter-Strike on a Mac. Yes, believe the FPS I would get on a Mac. Not good. Um, so I used to play Counter-Strike and World of Warcraft on a Mac with very low settings. Um, but what I played, I always talk about Modern Warfare and Call of Duty. I've been, call, I've been playing Call of Duty on console all the way up to... Um, I've been playing Call of Duty on console from, I can't remember the first Call of Duty I played, probably Call of Duty 4, but I played every Call of Duty all the way up till World War II on Xbox, uh, and I didn't move into PC, I didn't move into PC um, until, I want to look this up, I want to see exactly which one I started, started with, Call of Duty... Let's see, when did it come out? Call of Duty 3 was the first one I played. I remember that one, 2006. So that means I played Call of Duty 3, Modern Warfare, World at, World at War, Modern Warfare 2, Black Ops, Modern Warfare 3, Black Ops 2, Ghost, Advanced Warfare, Advanced Warfare is part by my far, or no, no, no. Infinite Warfare was the one I hated the most. Black Ops 3 was on Xbox, World War 2. Okay, so World War II, yeah, so from Call of Duty 3 all the way until uh, World World War II was all on Xbox. That is, that's over, that's 11 years of playing Call of Duty on console. And then Black Ops 4 and Modern Warfare, Warzone, Cold War, all the new ones have all been on PC. So I know I know how it is to play on console. It's not like I've never played, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm somebody that's like PC their whole life and never played on console. And I can I can tell you the difference that there is when you're on when you're on console you know and you're only playing console you don't understand what it's like from the other side and vice versa there's people that are on PC that have actually never played on console they don't really understand you know what they're talking about when they say that aim assist is too strong but whatever so again you need to understand that there are advantages and disadvantages on both sides I agree with this right I actually do agree with this article to an extent um, and I'll, I'll get into it a little further but. Anything that I'm my own personal opinion in a competitive state, like you know, anything that's assisting you, anything that's assisting you is in my mind, I'm sorry, it's 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 technically cheating. It's assisting. Imagine if PC players only played against PC players and we were using aim assist. 
Yeah, not aimbot, aim assist. Imagine if PC players had aim assist against only PC players, that wouldn't be right. So anything that's assisting you, you know, like you can sit there and go watch a pro like like Z Z laner. Okay, everyone thinks he's hacking because if you watch him, it looks like his his aim assist is actually snapping to people. And then the thing is, the person will be moving, and then his cursor doesn't move. He's not hacking. He's an amazing player. He could take you could take aim assist off of his settings and he would still be absolutely insane but you see like when someone tries to use their movement against him aim assist really kicks in he's he's able to keep his cursor around the person but it's close enough to where it sticks to them so like when he downs somebody he automatically finishes them because it stays on them the entire time versus the mouse and keyboard has to constantly go back and forth back and forth and try to keep their cursor or their crosshair on the person while they're moving versus it sticking to them. You know, go watch a PC pro and then go watch a controller pro and see the difference between the two. There's many YouTube videos out about it too. And like I said, it's never, no matter what I say on this podcast, if you're a controller player, you're a PC player, no matter what, there, there will never be a winner on this. On this, I'm sorry, there will never be an agreement on this. Okay. So let's, let's finish this article. Uh, it says, fair or balanced? Further muddying the waters around the debate is another around the nature of competitive gaming. Are there are they true competitive? Or, I can't read today, man. Are they true competitions of skill as would be the view of esports players and leagues, or are they merely entertainment products? Those are questions that have com- commingled and conflicted with the rise of competitive gaming, and recently the answers have favored the entertainment side, with many game companies leaning towards a balanced approach in which players of varying skill levels can compete on similar footing to a fair one, which the only true variable between players is their individual skill levels. The balanced uh, approach maximizes the enjoyment of the mass audience to get, by giving lesser players a better chance to succeed. Professor Mandrick and her colleagues at the Interactive Interaction Lab have studied this in relation to aim assist too. They designed experiments in a mock-up game looking at whether the disclosure of aim assist in multiplayer games was harmful or not. Surprisingly, they found that there were any there weren't any negatives effects from knowing that there was aim assist on for some players. Everyone enjoyed the game more, not less. Even the players without aim assist because the matches were closer, the weaker players felt more competent and less tense. It was more fun for players to have balanced game rather than a than a game with a perfectly level playing field. Still a magic stress, the conditions of the study took place in a more casual settings than a competitive multiplayer where perceptions of fairness might be radically different. And indeed, there was there has been a... I don't even know. Palpably? Pal- palpably? <laughs> different reaction on the competitive circuit. You know whoever wrote this article used the uh, thesaurus, just saying. In ranked play, Hester is fre- frequently challenged by controller skeptics who are convinced that it takes less skill to play on controller than keyboard and mouse there's plenty of pros every day that we kill there's plenty of people in chat every day that are always like you won the fight because of aim assist and we got controller said hester um ninja tweeted this uh back april to 2020 just play with a controller on pc for the second time in two days i have competed in several games that compete at competing level on both controller and mouse and keyboard you cannot tell me that with 100 percent Strength, aim assist, and linear settings that using a controller isn't aimbot. <laughs> uh, the bitterness may come down to human nature in their studies with the aim assist. The interaction lab found that when players won, they thought it was because of their skills, and when they lost, they claimed the other player was getting help. These findings are consistent with self 
serving attribution bias, a well-known psychological bias in which people attribute success to themselves and failure to ex external sources. We're, we're really good at claiming success for ourselves, but when we fail, it's there, that was a hacker aimbot, which is facts, bro. If you kill somebody that's on that's on controller or whatever, you don't really care, but when you die, you're always going to have an excuse. That's just the way it is. I, I mean, we all know somebody that calls hacks every time they die. It's, it's never because they made a mistake. It's never because the other player was better. It is only because the other person was cheating. That's it. Plain and simple. <laughs> Anti-controller trash talk is common, but it ignores that that aim is just part of the equation for winning positioning awareness and team coordination are often just as more or even more important than aim the most mechanical gifted players often number number among the best but good aim is a basic uh prequisite i don't freaking know a basic skill of high level pro play jeez man put the thesaurus down by no means a complete measure of skill and arguments about aim fail focus on the core issue the radically different Notions of fairness between games. Uh, this is a long article, man. I don't think I'm going to read this whole thing. Um, Summit1G tweeted out, Don't got to worry about Master Keyboard versus, versus Controller on Valorant. No aim assist means they don't they don't show up to the party. <laughs> TFU said, Aim assist ruined Fortnite for Master Keyboard players. Looks like we need to find a new game, unluckily. Um, I'm not going to read this entire thing. This is a, this is a pretty long article. Um, I can always link it down in the description. But, like I said, it's never going to end. It will never end. And, but let me, let me, let me piss off some controller players here. If it didn't help and mouse and keyboard was so easy, if it was so easy to, to aim on mouse and keyboard, like, so you say, um, why do these, Console players go and make, you know, buy these $4,000, $3,000, you know, ramped up gaming PCs to can still continue to play on, on controller. If, my, you know, now you have a mouse and keyboard, now you have a, a decked out gaming rig where you can have 144 FPS, you know, and all this other stuff, but you still choose to use controller. Oh, because I'm used to it. Yeah, but mouse and keyboard is so easy. Why don't you just get used to mouse and keyboard? You know, that's the whole thing. You know, you don't see people who play on mouse and keyboard say screw it and go play on, on controller, which I've done on stream in, in almost every game that I play. I've done it once or twice where I was playing Warzone. I complained about controller aim at one point because uh, you could see in the kill cam. It wasn't aim hacks. It was it was aim assist. And the guy was just locking on at me from a distance with a Bruin and 80 rounds to spray at me, not having to control his recoil. And then a buddy of mine was like, Yo, I don't know why you think it's so easy, blah, blah, blah. So I, I fired up my controller right there because I used my controller for Rocket League. I fired up my controller right there, changed my input for the next game, and I went out there and I was frying in Call of Duty because, I, I mean, but also I'm still, I'm, even though I don't use it for Call of Duty anymore, I still have the, I still have the muscle memory, kind of, a little bit of playing on controller for so many years, playing, you know, like I just said, 11 years of Call of Duty on controller versus mouse and keyboard, so, you know, I had the experience on controller versus, you know, somebody who's never played on controller before, but still the fact that, like, I can tell the difference, I can feel the difference, I can, I can tell, you know, it, it's, it's helping me, it is helping, it is, it is a crutch for people. Now, my thing is, you know, obviously, Controller players get the option in almost every game to turn off crossplay, so they don't have to play with mouse and keyboard people. So there's there should be no complaint from them 
you, if you're playing on a controller and you're complaining about mouse and keyboard, you know, almost every game nowadays, you have the right to turn it off. So you you have the ability to not play with mouse and keyboard players, but mouse and keyboard players are forced into lobbies with controller players. We don't have that option. We can't turn it off. You know, and uh, I mean, like, Goldie, I love you, buddy. I'm going to throw you under the bus, but... You know, when Goldie came out with the Bach Bowl and stuff like that, he made it controller only. He didn't want any mouse and keyboard players in there, and it was it was controller only. That was it. You know, and and I, I believe I may be wrong here, um, but I thought I think it's it was console only. It couldn't be on PC because you could switch mid game. I I'm not sure. I'm not sure on that, but I do know that Bach Bowl started as controller only. You know, and and that was it. There was no mouse and keyboard allowed for the longest time. You know, you know, and then I don't, I don't remember there being any when crossplay finally came out. Obviously, for uh, Realm Royale, I don't remember there being any issues with uh, other tournaments doing crossplay or whatever. But you know, Paladins had a, a professional scene, and that died off when they they ramped up their aim assist. Again, every game has a different strength of aim assist. It's not all around. Every game can decide how strong it is. You know, Paladins did the same thing. They had a pro league. And an entire team of mouse and keyboard players switched to controller because it was so OP that in the finals of one of their tournaments, the other team literally threw and let the other team win because it was such BS that they literally were just running through teams that were so good because just the week before they ramped up their aim assist and absolutely ruined the experience for them and they threw the finals tournament and that's what got them to end competitive paladins. And I don't know if anyone remembers that. They, I can't remember what teams they were, but I remember the the dude that ran the tournaments, the guy I was working for when I was working at High Res. He was livid, bro. He was pissed. But it's like they they took a stand and they were like, "No, this is BS. This is bullcrap. You know, the, you know, it, it's not fair. It, it's in that sense, though. If you actually played Paladins on on, on, a, on a controller and tested out how strong it was, that was literally aimbot, dude. It was absolutely insane. Like playing Sky." Playing some of these, you know, with these guys with the, the automatic rifles or like the automatic abilities, like dude, it was absolute absolute crazy. And then they had to dial it back. Then you had Rogue Company. When Rogue Company came out, I did the same thing. I pulled out my controller, I used it on stream. I was actually doing better on controller than I was on mouse and keyboard because they again high res makes high high uh aim assist games. And it was basically locking onto them. I was just like, all I would get was headshots, like pop, 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 you know. Rather than, you know, on mouse and keyboard, I'm hitting it more in the neck area. So sometimes it's chest shots, sometimes it's headshots. It's like, you know, but again, Warzone is always, it's, Call of Duty has always been a high, a high aim assist game. But it's like one of the things that I don't want to take away from people who play on controller, like they don't have skill. That's, that's one thing I don't respect is saying that these people don't have skill. But at the same time, you have to admit, if you have something helping you, you have to understand, like, no matter what it is. No matter what it is, whether it's on mouse and keyboard, whether it's on controller, if playing with foot pedals, I don't, give a, I don't give a F what it is. If there's something assisting you and helping you aim better, move better, whatever, it's considered not fair in my book, especially for competitive gaming. I do agree with that, but that's why I've always said like some of these Fortnite tournaments, some of these, you know, whatever they should do. You know, there's enough players, bro. You can do a, a, a console or controller lobbies versus... You know, you know, have your own own tournament for a controller. Have your own tournament for PC players. There's no argument. There's enough. There's a big enough player base that you could do it on. You know, same thing with Warzone. You could do the same thing. You know, 
but you can sit there and go through YouTube videos for days and days and days and days of, of how OP some of this stuff is, you know? It, it, like I said, it's, it's a tiring argument. I've been having this argument since I started streaming. You know, people talk about it all the time. I've showed people many times, you know, the difference and how it looks, how it feels, all this other stuff, and no one wants to admit to it. Nobody wants to... You know, but I do agree that it is a very common complaint when you die. I, I complain sometimes when I see the kill cam and I can see your aim and it's like, oh my God, the only reason you beat me was because of aim assist. But it's like, not every time. There's times I was like, like the article says, you know, positioning, you know, timing, awareness is something you still have to have. Just because you're playing on controller does not mean you're going to win. It does not mean you're going to win. It does not mean that you have a better chance of winning. But if you are a already great controller player it's only going to make you even better that's the thing it will make you 100% you know not 100% better but way better you know than if you took it off because there's a, all these people that complain that Amos doesn't help they won't turn it off these streamers will talk about it, but they won't turn it off the example I will always give is if you took two people you took you took take somebody that's only ever played on controller for the like the, and they've never played on mouse and keyboard ever you take a mouse and keyboard player that's never played on controller and you switch and you put the one on mouse and keyboard and you put the one on controller. I truly do believe now there's no science behind this. There's no experiments behind it, but I would love to see one take someone that's never played on controller and someone that's never played on mouse and keyboard, make them switch. I truly believe a con the person playing controller that's never played it before is going to end up winning because they have something helping them compared to mouse and keyboard. They're not used to having to actually hold it on you like they like you know they it's not as easy as you think, you know I do believe that it'd be easy it's, it's it's a little easier for people to get used to mouse and keyboard, you know than the timing of controller. Like imagine the one thing I will give respect to for controller players, especially in Fortnite, is building. PC players have a way more advantage when it comes to building on PC versus on controller and stuff like that. It's just you know like I said it's, it comes down to aim. So again, movement is always going to be a crutch for people on controller versus movement for somebody on PC. But that is my assessment on it. That is my my own you know thinking on it. I do believe there should be separate tournaments. There should be separate lobbies and stuff like that. If you want, PC players should have an option to not play with console players, so you can stop complaining, stop you know blaming it on everything else. I like I said, I do it sometimes. The same way people on controller complain that I'm on mouse and keyboard, it's a never-ending argument. It's never going to stop. It's it's just always going to be a crutch for people to complain about losing. Plain and simple. Again, though, anything that assists you, in, in a sense, isn't really fair. So, it is what it is. So, alright, guys. That's my assessment on this whole entire thing. So, if you disagree with me and hate me, that's fine. I still love you. Thank you guys all for the reviews. I see all you guys. You know, I finally looked at analytics and I see how many listeners we have on each platform. Spotify is dominating right now. Uh, if you guys do have an iPhone or some of that, make sure you guys go to the Apple Store and, you know, the podcast app. Find the podcast. Make sure you guys leave a review. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you guys for all the follows on Podbean. All my Podbean listeners now, thank you so much for all the likes, and, you know, and all the reviews on all the podcasts. You guys are awesome. Until the next time, guys, stay safe. Stay blessed. I'll see you on the next one. Peace.